Hello, my name is Reverend Seth Nelson, and I am the pastor of Faith Lutheran Church in Ronan, Montana. Join in weekly to hear the good news of God's love proclaimed over your life. You can follow us on Podbean and iTunes. God bless you this day. Our gospel lesson for this morning comes from Mark, the first chapter. Jesus and his disciples went to Capernaum, and when the Sabbath came, he entered the synagogue and taught. They were astounded at his teaching, for he taught them as one having authority, and not as the scribes. Just then there was in their synagogue a man with an unclean spirit, and he cried out, What have you to do with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. But Jesus rebuked him, saying, Be silent and come out of him. And the unclean spirit, convulsing him and crying with a loud voice, came out of him. They were all amazed, and they kept on asking one another, What is this? A new teaching with authority? He commands even the unclean spirits, and they obey him. At once his fame began to spread throughout the surrounding region of Galilee. Here ends our gospel lesson. Please be seated. Grace and peace to you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Gospel of Mark is known for being hasty. The shortest of our four Gospels. It describes most of Jesus' life and work in almost frantic terms. Mark's first chapter, for instance, skips right over Jesus' early life, goes straight to his baptism by John, describes how Jesus called four of his disciples as he was traveling back from his baptism. And here we are, only halfway through chapter 1, and Jesus has already set himself up as a great teacher and cast out an unclean spirit. Bam, bam, bam. (laughs) Additionally, the Gospel of Mark uses the term immediately to describe many of Jesus' miracles, actions, and movements. Immediately the leprosy left him. Mark reports after healing a leper, or Jesus healing a leper. When Jesus stepped out of the boat after having calmed the storm, Mark emphasizes that immediately a man with an unclean spirit came and confronted him. Mark says that a woman was immediately healed of her hemorrhaging when she touched Jesus' cloak, and he was immediately aware that power had gone out of him. All right before he said to Jairus' daughter, Little girl, get up. And immediately, immediately she rose from her illness, or possibly even death. Immediately, immediately, immediately. I think Ferris Bueller, the famous 80s movie character, would say to Mark, Life's pretty fast. If you don't stop and look around once in a while, you might miss it. You guys all remember the 80s, right? Why does Mark write about Jesus' life and work in such hasty ways? 
Well, for one thing, he's trying to tell us that Jesus wasn't messing around. In our gospel passage for this morning, we hear how Jesus was confronted by a man with an unclean spirit when he was teaching at Capernaum. The man cried out, presumably because the spirit was controlling him. What have you to do with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of Nazareth. Jesus did not argue back, discuss the issues, or ponder what to do in that moment. Nothing of the sort. The text says, Jesus rebuked him, saying, Be silent and come out of him. And the unclean spirit, convulsing him and crying with a loud voice, came out of him. Jesus confronted the power of evil with the power of good. And immediately, the evil was silenced. He shut it down right then and there. No more would that man be controlled by the unclean spirit. The rapid pace at which Mark tells of Jesus' work also reinforces the power behind the man from Nazareth. Nearly all of Jesus' miracles recorded in the book, Mark goes out of his way to highlight that the people were healed immediately. Immediately the woman was healed from her bleeding. Immediately the spirits left them. Immediately, Jairus' daughter arose when they thought she was dead. Jesus healed the people and they were freed from their ailments right away. Jesus confronted evil and it was defeated post-haste. It did not take long at all for these things to be accomplished because Jesus is so powerful. I'll be honest, for a long time, I did not like the Gospel of Mark as much as the other three. And a big reason is because of the rushed pace and terse reporting of the events of Jesus' life. I preferred Matthew and Luke for their longer prose about Jesus' teachings, and John for how it talked about Jesus in surreal, almost superhero-like ways. But Mark, even though it is the oldest of the four Gospels, and therefore the closest to the source, did not draw me in the way that the other three Gospels did. It just wasn't my style, I guess. Now, though, I'm gaining a new appreciation for the way that the Gospel of Mark does not beat around the bush. The wonder of Jesus' life and miraculous works spoke for themselves and arguably did not need a lot of scene setting and small details in order, that, <clears throat> in order for them to stand out as truly divine acts. What's more, a central focus of all these stories should be the immediacy with which Jesus' power took hold and confronted evil in the world. When things take too long to get done, as is the case with uh, either a painfully slow government response to getting pretty much anything done, or my children dragging their feet to get dressed or pick up their toys, 
You begin to think, not much is happening here. If, on the other hand, a response is swift and certain, not only is one reassured that something is accomplished, but it is accomplished with great ability and efficiency. The fact that Mark repeatedly highlights the fast pace of Jesus' miraculous exorcisms, healings, and the immediately apparent power of his teaching shows us that not only did Jesus do all these things, he accomplished them with more faith and power than you or I could ever imagine on our own. So what does this mean for us? Well, while we may be drawn to take things slow in our life and our work, sometimes we should emulate Jesus' work as recorded in the Gospel of Mark and do things with haste. While there are many things worth taking our time on, there are other things that we can do immediately for the sake of the kingdom of God. See somebody who needs a helping hand? Jesus' example is that we do what we can to help them immediately. Recognize a need in your community? Move with haste to help in whatever way possible. See somebody who needs a friend or at least a word of support? Let them know that you care in whatever way you can, as soon as you can. There are pains and poverties in this world that are best dealt with in the way that Jesus shows us in Mark. Immediately. We are called to follow Jesus' example on this, not because of some fear of missing out or anything like that, but because this is how Jesus promises to save us too, with great haste and immediacy. When we need God's help the most, God does not call a committee together to debate the options and consider all the angles. Nothing against committees, I guess. <laughs> God's just beyond our ways. Though we may struggle to see it, God assists in the best ways possible, in the most timely ways possible. And when we need God the most, when our prayers for salvation are the strongest. We can trust that God will answer that call as Jesus showed us again and again and again. Immediately. May the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. I hope that you have enjoyed this week's sermon podcast. If you would like to hear more, read my blog, or get a copy of my book called The Church Unknown, go to www.revsethnelson.com. If you feel called to support our ministry, I invite you to go to our church's website at flcronan.org and click on the Offerings tab. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord's face shine on you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace.